Elementary music teacher friend, you love what you do, but you might feel unappreciated and, in fact, unseen some days. You may even feel like you're on a music teacher island and just want to connect with other music teachers who can relate to both your struggles and wins when it comes to teaching elementary music. I get you and understand completely the feelings you're having. That's why each and every week, the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast will provide you with solo and guest episodes that will help you realize you're not alone in your music teaching journey. Throughout each episode, my goal is for you to be able to walk away with actionable steps and ideas to help you feel like you're ready to take on the new week with whatever challenges may be thrown your way. Hi, I'm your host, Jessica Peresta, and I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're at home, in your car, in the shower, or wherever else you're listening, grab your cup of coffee or whatever other beverage is nearby and listen in to the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. I'm Chris Dutchko, co-host of the Ninth Grade Experience Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hey there, I am so excited to get going again on the podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining me for any episode for that matter. And I am looking forward to providing brand new content just for you. Today's episode is a solo episode and it is about why trial and error is actually a good thing. And I wanted to record this episode towards the beginning of the school year because I want to give you permission, not that you need it, to try new things this year to know that it's okay to fail. And we're going to get into it a little bit more. Before I do, though, I want to tell you that the podcast is going to be changing just a little bit, not in a a dramatic way, but just a little bit. Instead of episodes coming out every week, they will now come out bi-weekly. So every other week, an episode will come out. My schedule is picked up in a good way, but I just cannot keep the momentum going. I have kept up the last four years. So with that said, there are over 200 episodes for you to go back to and listen to. And moving forward, the podcast will just come out, you know, every other week now instead of every week. So I am still showing up. I'm still here, not going anywhere, but we're just going to kind of loosen the purse straps a little bit if that's the phrase I'm looking for. So this episode does have a blog post that goes right along with it. You can check that out in the show notes and you can read right along as you're listening or after the episode if you'd like. The best laid plans on paper don't always go according to plan. In per, you know, so what I'm getting at is if you have a lesson plan and it looks like it's going to go amazingly well, you're so excited about it. You're thinking about what your students are going to do to this plan. You can just kind of envision it coming to life. But then when you try to execute it, it doesn't really go the way you thought it would. That is something that's so super frustrating as a music teacher. It's something that nobody really tells you about when you're preparing to become a music teacher, but you get in there and into your classroom is where I mean by in there and you start planning lessons and you start trying to put them together and you're trying to figure out how much do I plan? How little do I plan? Am I over planning, under planning? Am I including enough transitions? Am I including enough different means of learning and all the things that go into it? It is tough. But here's what I want to tell you. Just because you have it on paper 
it's not always going to go swimmingly well. Sometimes it's going to go amazing and other days it's not. But this is where trial and error comes in. What is the worst that's going to happen if you plan a lesson and it does not go great? It just doesn't go great. Does not a reflection of who you are as a person. It's not a reflection of who you are as a teacher. It's not a reflection of who your students are. It could have been off for any number of reasons. It could have been your students just had an off day. You had an off day. There was some preparation you needed to do to get your students ready for that concept. Uh, maybe the song wasn't resonating because they just didn't understand it or it was maybe too hard and you needed to break it down a little bit more. I wasn't in there. I don't know what the reason was, but instead of, I know this feeling you drive home and you're starting to feel like, Oh my gosh, I'm just not qualified. I'm not good enough. I don't know what I'm doing. And I feel like an imposter in my own classroom. Instead of having those thoughts, they will come. They're going to come. It's normal. But instead of holding on to those thoughts and letting them come into your head and letting them sit there and dwell on them, Think about why that lesson maybe was off. And I've talked about this in detail in some other episodes. So I'm not going to spend the whole time talking about lesson planning, but this is just one of my first examples when it comes to trial and error is you're going to sometimes have lessons that don't go well, but we're going to get into why that's actually a good thing. Experimenting and giving yourself permission to fail and learning from your mistakes will help you to succeed in the long run. If you've never tried to implement a lesson, anybody can write a lesson plan, maybe not anyone, but you know, those of us who went through the education program in college, we all had to write lesson plans, really, really, really detailed lesson plans. But there's something different about putting the lesson plan together and actually executing the plan in front of living, breathing human beings. It, it's not the same thing. There's a disconnect there. But you need to experiment with it. You don't know if that plan is going to work unless you try. You need to give yourself permission to fail. Go in knowing this could go great. It may not. But I'm not going to know unless I do it. You're going to buy lesson plans. Let's talk about Teachers Pay Teachers. Nothing wrong with it. It's a great site. I'm like fully supporting those who want to sell their work and make money and, and help support teachers. It's awesome. But at the same time, if you purchase a lesson plan, just because it has the cute font on there and those, you know, kids on there with the giant heads and the, you know, colorful pictures and whatever else doesn't mean that this plan is going to work well with your students. And also on the flip side of that, just because a lesson plan tells you to teach the procedures of that plan from numbers one through seven, doesn't mean you have to do it in that order. You can change it up to fit the needs of your students. So be okay with experimenting and giving your permission, yourself permission to fail. Learn from your mistakes. If it doesn't go well, learn from that. When we talked about all the different reasons it might go wrong, well, jot down those reasons. Think through it. Give yourself time to get some self-reflection in there to notice what might have been the reason this became a mini train wreck. Don't just keep going into the next day before you give yourself time to process what might have gone wrong. Because I will completely believe that every single failure is actually a, a growth opportunity. We talk about to our students and kids all the time about growth, growth mindset. Well, what about you as a teacher? What about you as an adult? 
Are you giving yourself permission to do that? Are you learning from those mistakes and growing from those opportunities? Be okay with not getting it right. I know failing is scary. I know the word failure is hard. Nobody wants to be viewed as failing or having an off class period or off entire day for that matter. Sometimes we don't want to try new things that you maybe learned at a workshop or a summit or a levels course or even from another teacher on social media. You see these lesson plans and you think these teachers just have what it takes and you don't, but maybe it's not the case. Maybe they are just not showing you the hard days, those days that they didn't go well. They're not showing you the days where they were crying on the way home as well. They're showing you the positive and the good plans and the things that went great, but be okay with failing. Be okay with trying new things. If you learn something this summer at a professional development opportunity, try it. Try it out with your students. See how it goes. You're not going to know how it's going to go unless you try it. But maybe you're not trying it because you don't think you're going to do it right. You don't think you're going to do it as good as the presenter did or as the teacher you got the idea from is doing. You don't know how your students are going to receive this new thing. So you're just kind of stuck in this fear mode of I'm not going to try this thing because it might not go well. But let's flip that. I always like to flip it a little bit, okay? What if it does go great? What if it does work? What if this new idea goes amazingly well? If you never try, you're never going to know. So try and see. When asking for all the advice in Facebook groups is the next point I kind of want to make here. And all over social media, sometimes you just need to trust that you have what it takes as well. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. I think it's a good thing. I have a whole membership site for that reason. Ask questions, collaborate, have a community, accountability. It's important. But sometimes what I see happening is there's just all these questions being asked, but you're not really implementing what you're learning or you're not trusting yourself enough to just go ahead and get in there and try the thing. You're wanting the perfect answer. And let me tell you right now, I don't know if anybody's told you this, but there is no perfect teacher. There is no perfect lesson. There is no perfect solution. So when you're asking questions, first of all, you're going to get 367,000 answers to that one question, (laughs) which can cause confusion for you. Like, how do I move forward? But on the other side of that is you're asking questions you may already have the answer to. You may already in your head go, I kind of want to try this, but you feel stuck because that word failure is creeping in. So I'm going to encourage you before you go this school year and ask a question into one of these amazing music education Facebook groups. I even have two of them. Okay. Before you do that, though, ask yourself, do I have a way I would like to try this? Try it first, then ask the question. Don't let fear of you not being air quote expert enough hold you back from trying something out with your students or in your classroom. I think back in my life, the times things have gone epically wrong, either in teaching or in any area of life for that matter, this is when I've seen the most most growth in myself. 
if things were always going perfectly well, it's just sunshine and rainbows every day. It would be lovely and beautiful. Of course it would, but there would be no opportunity for growth. So if you're not getting out of your comfort zone and stepping out of that box and, you know, allowing yourself to be creative and try new things, you're not going to experience the growth you're wanting to And you might not be as far ahead as you wanted to be because maybe you're just fearful of doing it wrong, doing it differently, not doing it the way others are doing. And what if I'm, what if I am doing it different? Like that's a, that's a good thing, actually. Like, I don't think teaching music should be so cookie cutter. I think the idea of you doing things the way you want to do them is good. Like we need these, these creative thinkers out there. We need creative people that are doing things a little bit out of the ordinary because that is where learning others will learn from you. Your students will learn from you and you're going to grow tremendously. So this year, I want to give you permission to allow yourself to mess up, go in there and make mistakes, go in there, not knowing all the answers. Go in there not knowing what you're doing some days. Go in there and laugh at yourself. Like, oh my gosh, I totally messed up, guys. It's, it's okay. We're going to keep moving forward. Learn from your these moments, the hard moments, the bad moments, the exhausting moments. Learn from them. And then I want you to keep going and keep growing. So I can't wait to hear about all the amazing work you're doing this school year. I'm so excited. The beginning of the school year is a fresh start. It's a fresh opportunity for you to have a new crew of kids who, even if you've known them, they're in a new grade level. It's a fresh start. You have what it takes. Go in there knowing you don't have to have the perfect day. Your kids actually love to see you being human, by the way. Your students want to see that. They want to be able to relate to you and know that you have off days just like anyone else. So go in there and do do the dang thing. Okay, friend? I'll see you soon for another episode. Have an amazing week. Well, hey there. Thank you so much for listening into the Elementary Music Teacher Podcast. There is an exclusive Facebook group just for listeners of this podcast and any elementary music teacher called the Elementary Music Teacher Community Facebook Group. Come on over and join us there where we have conversations around the podcast episodes and encourage each other each and every week. And also head to my website, thedomesticmusician.com. I have some free resources there that you can download to help you gain traction in your classroom today as well as the blog and the membership site and all kinds of other goodies to help you keep going in your music teaching journey. I cannot wait to keep connecting with you and encouraging you and spurring you on in your journey of teaching elementary music. Hang in there, have an amazing week, and I will see you soon.